0: Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Janine Herbst. The dozens of people killed in a Russian strike in Ukraine last week will be remembered on New Year's Day. NPR's Alyssa Nadwerny has more.
1: January 1st has been issued to be the day of mourning here in Kiev, where on Friday the city saw the largest attack on civilians since the war began. It was part of a massive Russian missile attack across the country that included warehouses here in Kyiv. You can see the damage of this building behind me. The roof is totally blown off. There's fire damage inside, debris and glass everywhere. Throughout the country, rescue efforts were underway all weekend to try and find bodies buried in the rubble. In Kyiv, just on Sunday, they were able to rescue four additional bodies from underneath the debris.
0: And Piers Elissa Nadwerney reporting. Ukraine retaliated with strikes on the Russian city of Belgorod Saturday, and Russia launched fresh strikes today, injuring dozens. The United Nations Security Council sharply criticized Russia's actions. The Pentagon says the U.S. military opened fire on several Houthi rebels after they attacked a cargo ship in the Red Sea. The confrontation marks an escalation in a maritime conflict that's linked to the war in Gaza. The U.S. Central Command says the crew of the USS Gravely first shot down two missiles fired at a mare's container ship late yesterday and that four small boats attacked the same cargo ship with small arms fire Early today, the attackers fired on helicopters from the USS Dwight D. Eisenhower, and the helicopters fired uh, fired back, rather sinking three of the boats. The Houthis say ten of their fighters were killed. President Biden is revealing his New Year's resolution. NPR's Windsor-Johnston reports he's gearing up for what's expected to be an extremely competitive election year. President Biden and the First Lady
2: were having dinner in the Virgin Islands on Saturday when he told the New York Times that his New Year's resolution was to, quote, come back next year. The president didn't elaborate, but when he returns from vacation, he'll be faced with an election that's shaping up to be a rematch with former President Donald Trump, who's on track to easily secure the Republican nomination. Recent polls have shown Biden trailing Trump in key swing states as well as hypothetical general election matchups. In the meantime, Biden is facing a huge legislative to-do list, including securing additional aid for Ukraine and Israel and working with Congress on Immigration Reform. Windsor Johnston, NPR News, Washington.
0: New Year's has already arrived in some cities around the world, in the Middle East and Europe. And that includes London, where Big Ben rang as the city welcomed 2024. People in the U.S. are celebrating as they wait for midnight and the ball drop. Security will be tight in New York City. You're listening to NPR News from Washington. Chinese leader Xi Jinping says it's historically inevitable that Taiwan will be united with the mainland China. He made that comment in his New Year's address, which is about two weeks before elections are set to be held on the self-governing island. China's ruling Communist Party under Xi has increased pressure on Taiwan, but the island has evolved into a vibrant democracy. Beijing considers Taiwan part of China, even though it's been governed separately since 1949. Baltimore has a far-reaching reputation for gun violence. But this year, the city's on track to have fewer than 300 homicides for the first time since 2014. That's down 20 percent from last year. Emily Hofstadter from member station WYPR has more.
3: Mayors have been promising to get the Baltimore homicide rate under 300 for years now. This year, it's on track to drop below 265, down from 327 in 2022. Non-fatal shootings are down as well. Democratic Mayor Brandon Scott, who is up for re-election next year, credits the drop to his Group Violence Reduction Strategy, a program that relies on community partnerships and conflict mediation.
0: We needed to make sure that we were focusing in on the people who were most likely to be the victim or the perpetrator of gun violence in Baltimore City through GVRS.
3: Although the overall number is down, it was the city's deadliest year for teenage victims of gun crime. For NPR News, I'm Emily Hofstetter in Baltimore. And I'm Janine Herbst, NPR News in Washington.